In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Stephen. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. Well, my question is, have you recovered from St. Patrick's Day yet? Is that how you want to start? Yeah. Have you recovered from St. Patrick's Day? What What is this question? It's what he wants Friday to start night the was St. Patrick's with. Day. I know. Have you all recovered from it? It's his conversational starting question. Have I recovered from St. Patrick's Day? No, mm-hmm. not <laughs> at all. What'd you do on St. Patrick's Day? I was in Austin on St. Patrick's Day. Which sounds like a horrible idea in retrospect. Was it? It was a bit of a horrible idea in retrospect. It always, to me, sounds like a fantastic idea that I've always been a little jealous of because I haven't gone yet. Yeah. So well, if someone gets to go. So that's so the context is I went to the tail end of South by Southwest kind of on a whim. How long does it last? It's technically two weeks. Two? The first week is South by Southwest Interactive. And which is a lot of the technology and the film festival and all of that. And the second week is South by Southwest music. I always thought they did them simultaneously. I didn't Mm. know they were separated. Oh my God. It would be, you couldn't do them at the same time. No, it would just be impossible. Well, I know for the, for the films, they get some great first run stuff. It's an awesome film festival, but I always hear more about the music. Yeah. Great bands go down there. Our JB went down there. Yeah. So, um, the, the very short backstory is uh, our relatively new friend um, now is not new so much as it has become long. Longer been on the show friend. before. Yeah. Chad Whitehead, mm-hmm. as told by OKC. Chad and Chelsea. We just kind of like, just on a spur, we're just like, screw it, let's drive down to Austin. See what happens. Dude, that sounds like a great time. It does. And South by Southwest, for like the last 10 years of my life, Every Two year. dudes, a road trip. Well, every Texas. year I get asked, like, it's not even asked, it's assumed that, that I'm going, going South by. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Well, it was even, I was, uh, somebody messaged me on Facebook. Um, I forget now, but, uh, and was like, hey, blah, 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 I want to talk to you, come by the studio, whatever. I was like, sorry, dude, I'm in Austin. And his response was, of course you're of in course, Austin. Of course. And I was like, that's funny because it's the first time I've ever gone South by. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the festival. In general, like I, I don't do well in large crowds. Of Can people. I say nuts to butts? It's madness. Easily nuts to butts, just everywhere. Um, so anyways, we went down there to just kind of like spur the moment, see what it was about, whatever, and um, kind of it struck us Friday morning that we're like, oh crap, it's also St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> right? <laughs> And it was like, we didn't even bother. Like Thursday night, we ended up going to 6th Street, which is like the street. It is the street. And that was, no, like just <laughs> no. no. It was like Bourbon <laughs> no. Street during newly Mar- yeah, Mardi, um, Mardi Gras. And so on Friday, we were like, nope, not even going near 6th Street. Um, and that's the thing. We didn't have passes. We, didn't, we were just like, let's just go and see what happens. Like, let's just go. That's another thing to mention. Those badges that people wear as you're walking around that are 
participants. Those are fifteen hundred dollars, something I like that. I had no idea they were that. Like much. at this point, there's something dollars. Like is that per week or is that the whole two weeks? Uh, you can get a badge per week. Okay. So there's like a f- interactive week and there's a music yeah. week, and they carry over, I think. But generally, the they're focused on their. But this isn't ones. like a special ticket. This fifteen hundred dollars is not get you. No, that's like that's a, normal a normal. That's not the VIP ticket. experience, right? Now that's the thing we learned, and that was kind of part of this was like you can go down there for free mm-hmm. and just wander around, and there are tons of free shows. There are a ton of unofficial showcases. There are a ton of. I mean, every bar in the city is doing something combine that with St. Patrick's day and every bar in the city is doing something. And it was crazy. We ended up at this bar on Friday in the middle of the day and, um, it was on now. I don't remember the street, but it was down the street from the big whole foods headquarters. Yes. Whole foods headquarters. Oh yeah. And they had a whole thing going on their terrace. And that was actually pretty cool. And we walked like five blocks down the street to this bar and the girl had no idea. Like you're at a bar in the middle of Austin and you have no idea. It doesn't occur to you that South by Southwest is going on. <laughs> That's where we realized we were in the wrong bar. <laughs> like this is not a bar we should be in. Um, was she but, drunk? No. She was like, oh, yeah, it's cool. And then she looked at the lineup and was like, and not to mention Whole Foods is doing this huge showcase all weekend. Five blocks from you and you have no concept that this is happening. That's, That's weird. Bizarre. Yeah. So it was a lot of weird stuff. But. In the end of the day, like by Friday night, we were just like, let's just go see a movie <laughs> like, <laughs> like this, which was cool. We went to the Alamo draft house, which is fine. Yeah, you should have because yeah. I haven't been there yet. You went to the was that was it the original one or was it the other one? In I South of town? don't think so. This no, because the original one is on. Sixth it's on Street. Sixth Street. Right? Yes. OK. Yeah. So that's when we walked by on Thursday night. Yeah. And like. We ain't coming to this. Like, there's no, <laughs> that one's just closed as far as we're concerned. No, this one was on South Lamar Street, about maybe 10 minutes away mm-hmm. from the original or whatever. Did you huff it there? No, 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 no. We were staying in an apartment. Um, one of Chad's friends that. Oh, you had a hookup. Yeah, absolutely. So that was the other, that was the other reason that kind of spawned this whole trip. It was like, well, we got a free place to stay. It's just Actually, a road we trip. Actually, we a guy who lives down there. We do. Yeah. We don't have to buy. We're not going to buy a pass. Like, so at the end of the day, it didn't really cost us a ton of money. Um, but that was maybe the coolest thing. Saw Logan, awesome. Which has references to Oklahoma City in it, right? Right. Which we were just cracking up, like, ah, <laughs> no, that's not that's, Oklahoma City. That's not even close. Did, did you see all the shit that went around Oklahoma City social media about how cool it was that they did it at Oklahoma City? Which they didn't. No, it was just there were some signs that said Oklahoma City. Yeah, they referenced Oklahoma City, and uh, at one point, there's a like a farmhouse kind of thing that they end up at with these people, and there's other people that come in and one of the antagonists of the film like refers to or no Logan refers to these antagonists that show up as Okie dicks. <laughs> Okie dicks. Yeah. Which, hey, can we call ourselves that now? Which I think, I think is the whole point of them setting it. <laughs> in Oklahoma City. Okie dicks. So it was really fucked up about the movie. I walked Eat away from this. I walked away from it thinking, Oh my God, this is kind of set in the idiocracy future. Oh, cause one of the underlying themes of, of Logan is there's a single corporation who's taken over most of the farms and automated everything to grow mm. all this crazy corn. And one of the guys like, oh, the corn corn tastes tastes like shit. And he's like, well, why does, why do people logos? Like, why do people eat it then? If it tastes like crap, he's like, well, they don't eat it. They drink it. Brando. 
Yeah. Rondo. They're like, it's corn syrup. It's in everything. It's in all these drinks, all these things they're doing, but this is why that company exists. And it was like, that's, that's, a, that's about right. Like, a little social know. statement in there about yeah. the shit we eat or drink or drink, which suck. Like ultimately, like at the end of the, at the end of the day, I was actually frustrated because we missed the Ludovine limerick contest. So, yeah. <laughs> so while you were down there, I know that, uh, you know, um, I've been telling these two guys this, like we, we need to have a classic wafty show weekend. We and did. we did, we've had one, we yeah. had a great one. So while Stephen was down at South by Southwest, it was Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Patrick's day. Lou Devine does their Friday night, midnight toasts. And this past Friday nights, the St. Patrick's day, they didn't just ask one person. They asked five local people to come and do a limerick contest at Ludovine. I have to, I have to say, like, I was kind of impressed that, and this isn't like a, a downer on you guys. Like, I was kind of impressed to see you guys be asked to join forces with these three, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I, I, and me too, because the people that we were asked to join forces with are, are to me, kind of like power players in in terrestrial radio here in Oklahoma City. You know, with the spy, you have Jack Fowler with Tumbleweeds all the way down, and you got Ryan Drake's show, which we've been on. Yeah. Like those guys, they're they're great radio personalities, and they're both very talented. So to get asked to read limericks with those guys and Greg Horton, yep, that was an honor. And so in the excitement leading up to that, um, I hadn't. I'm a binge drinker. And so I had, <laughs> I had tried not to binge drink during that whole week. So that time St. Patrick's, it's Friday of St. Patrick's Day. We're off work. And I think John had gone out to that ACMUCO show with Mickey Avalon. That Thursday night. Uh, he had yeah. gotten drunk the night before. So like, I'm going to I'm going to go to John's house and he's going to be, you know, just hurting, laying on the couch. I have a key to his house. So I just let myself in. He's laying on the couch watching movies. Like, you ready to go, man? Let's I'm raring to go. <laughs> He's still recovering from the night before. Now what time is this? It's like seven. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dude, I feel Way like too early. I feel like walking, man. Let's let's fucking hoof it. Let's just get out and start walking. Because we already knew Uber was on like a super surge that night, and I yeah. wasn't going to drive. And the pump was closed because Ian and Haley did a, uh, a an employee appreciation night. So I can't go to my local watering hole. That's baller, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Good on them. That hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it was they and they had a great time. We were watching their pictures on social media. They loaded all their employees on a bus and took them around town and just treated them like the awesome people they are, and they deserve that. But oh, the night that I wanted my home bar was that night. So because Pump wasn't open, because you were in South by Southwest, John and I literally walked twenty blocks due south of our house to Fifth and Dewey, where there's a new bar called the Union. But we passed oh, yeah. It's funny because Chad and I were talking about the Union on our trip yeah. because I saw some pictures. I was like, what the heck is this? And he and Chelsea had gone over there and done some, done mm-hmm. some preliminary yep. scouting. They're more, by the way, if you're not following us, told by they are more in the know. Like now, they've surpassed us. Yeah, by far, <laughs> they, yeah. they are more in the know than anybody else right now. So, but so we, we we even though it was a fifth and Dewey, we live off of Dewey. We just we hoofed it straight on Walker because that was going to take us past the McNally's. McNally's tent. And wow, if I was 21 years old, yeah, I would have been mm-hmm. totally in the fray on that one. But we're like, you know, let's yeah, just keep it going. Was insane. So we walked through it and just kept on going and got down to the union. And I think they were eager. They were eager to open. They were like, it's St. Patrick's Day. The bar is cool and it has great potential, but I don't think they were really ready to open that night. Um, but they have an awesome outdoor patio that much like the original. And where is this? Again? This is basically Fifth and Dewey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. Um, 
But much like uh, Ian and Haley are going to be bringing out a streamlined trailer to serve Airstream. food in. Airstream. Yeah, yeah. Um, the union has an Airstream. That was actually what prompted the conversation with Chad and I. Was it really? We, 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 we walked down, we were walking down a street uh, the morning, Friday morning in Austin, and we stumbled past uh, Tesla had a couple of Model Xs out Did they the really? corner. Oh, oh my wow. God. I'm, I already love those cars. I'm so <laughs> in love with those cars now. Um, but then they I had a, a contact at Tesla now, by the way. They also had a <laughs> uh, an Airstream set up behind one of the Model Xs. And I was we were talking about something, and it was a really beautiful, re- restored Airstream. And we were just talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's one of the things Ian and Haley, they have an Airstream. They're going to yes. be doing this at one point. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's what Union is doing. They've got an Airstream in the back. And, and it wasn't ready yet. Yeah. But they're gonna, I think they're just going to serve drinks out of there. But once that's open, they have all kinds of fun bar games. They don't just have... Um, what's the game where you toss the beanbag? Cornhole. They don't just have cornhole. They have all kinds of fun games back there. And the the patio is pretty big because when we, when you walk out there, there was a, there were some picnic tables. But behind that airstream was a whole entire other grassy area they haven't opened up yet. But the airstream wasn't open, and they didn't have a lot of stuff on tap, and they had lost their bottle of Jameson, which <laughs> <laughs> is really disappointing because you know it's St. Patrick's Day. I wanted a bottle of. Uh, I want. I didn't want the bottle of Jameson. I wanted a shot of Jameson, and I wanted a Guinness on tap, but they didn't have it. But the union is now open, and it has. It, it's going to be a fun bar once they get everything up and running. They're going to have food, and then John picked up on the fact that there, when when you walk in, you have to go down these stairs to get outside, and you go right at the bottom of the stairs to go outside. But when you go left. What is in there? Uh, well, there's nothing there right now. But Not it's right basi- now. It's basically the basement of the building. They're going to have a speakeasy there. Yes. So, oh, cool. Yeah. You can go three bar to- service areas. So it is essentially three different types of bars that you can hang out in. So there's just the normal bar upstairs. And downstairs is a speakeasy. Then you go out the back door. And that's where the patio is with the Airstream trailer. Um, so, yeah, they did open up a bit early to do the St. Patrick's Day thing. But once it's all up and they will have food, they will be a cool bar and they, w- they will be cool. Um, it, it is a sort of nondescript brick building on fifth. It's like, an old office building. Yeah, it's an yeah. old office. building. Actually, the reason it's called the union. I don't remember which one, but Chad told me is like it actually used to be the headquarters for like the electrician's union or okay. something like that. Okay. I like it when bars do that, when bars pay tribute to where they came from before. Like oh, when you walk up well, to like it. pump. I mean, yeah, yeah it's exactly. a pump. Service station, pump. It feels like you're walking into like an attorney's office or something when you first yeah. go up those steps because there's zero indication that it's a bar. So, you know, in a lot of bars, they have um, the, the stand-up bar tables and their stand-up bar tables are made out of half barrel. Half, like half beer, Jack Daniels barrels. Like half Jack Daniels barrels oh, or the tables. So that was a cool design. But Plus, there was really nothing to do there that night. And no. John started getting hungry. He's like, I need a fucking Reuben. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to go right now because McNellis was packed. Kong's Tavern is now open. And they right. were just, they had a massive stage set up. Yeah. So Kong's Tavern was crowded. Like, we need to just avoid that area. Um, what is that? The Fastler Hall was fucking packed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we just start walking. We detoured through <laughs> the memorial. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you just detoured oh, to, to the, the memorial. Because we, we, we were there. But we walked up to Nick's, Nick's place on Robinson. And I had yet to hang out in the downstairs bars at Nick's. And we walked down there and there was one booth open. And that bar is so freaking beautiful. It is pretty. And I knew they had a Reuben. So we go down there and they had drink specials in honor of St. Patrick's Day car bombs and that shit. And we ordered the Reuben. And she's like, oh, we're out of corned beef. What do you want now? It's like, what? Uh, we'd already had a place that was out of Jameson. We knew they were going to have Rubens. So 
We get down there and she says they're out of corned beef, but what's the next best thing? Let's get a fucking BLT. Right. So we order the BLT because you know if Nick's going to make a BLT, that thing's going to be like half a pound of cooked bacon. Not half a pound before you start, but half a pound cooked bacon on the right. final sandwich. So we get a, they made this great Guinness cocktail. It was a Blackberry Guinness. Blackberry Guinness cocktail. It, but it was so we're sucking down this cocktail. And then she comes back and delivers two plates of Reuben. She they goes, found we the found beef. some corned beef. Like, where was it hiding? Like, you just stick your corned beef in random places. And, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hold, on, that's, that's a, hold on. That's a funny line. <laughs> you, you, you stick your corned beef in random places? <laughs> where do you hide your corned beef? fact, I do. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the greatest corned beef sandwich. I've, I've never had corned beef with so much cheese on it. <laughs> And it was just this glob of melted cheese, hot corned beef, and sauerkraut on just this delectable toasted bread. They did. Ugh. They did do and the, the onion rings. Hold on, they, they did do the Reuben on sourdough with mustard. As I opposed had, you asked me about that. What's up with this Reuben on sourdough? Like, no, there's no problem with it. It's good. I'm fine with it because yeah. Reuben's normally on rye. Yes, normally or marbled rye, and. God, it was the best sandwich I've ever had. So we'd sit down there and just gorge ourselves on these cheesy Rubens <laughs> and then do car bombs. Oh, you're rubbing your I know, gut. I'm rubbing my big that. old gut. Yeah, this is my, my gut is my Jameson storage. <laughs> so we're like, you know what? What do we do now? So we're like, let's walk by McNelly's again. We're down, we're down at like nine, nine to 9.30 on mm. a Friday night. Feeling pretty tipsy like I am now. And we walk by McNelly's again and Fazler's and like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. I cannot do this crowd. And everything just smelled like porta potties. <laughs> like, screw <laughs> this it. This is true. That is a valid point. Let's, that just let's just turn south on Hudson. Let's hoof it back down and let's just post up at Ludovine. So we do. And we get down there and it's not very crowded. And Colby and Chris are there, you know, two of our favorite bartenders at Ludovine. And they're like, welcome, guys. Come on in. And start serving us drinks from their current menu, which is based on Chinese food. <laughs> they all the drinks right now at Ludovine are based on ch Chinese American Chinese food dishes. Um, I had chop suey. Nice. <laughs> I had a chop suey but cocktail. But you could order it as like a C four. I mean, like C four nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. What did you have? You had, I had the sweet and sour pork. Yeah, the sweet and sour, sweet pork. sour pork. Now these are cocktails named after Chinese dishes. And then my, my older brother and his wife were coming down to join us. And uh, by the time I finished that cocktail, I was like, God, you know, guys, it's, it's St. Patrick's Day. Like, where is the Guinness and the Jameson? It's like, we actually have just some special. We got into the bar just for this night. So for the rest of the night, Colby was bringing me and John cans of Jameson. He would pour into cans glass. Of Guinness. Cans of Guinness. Cans, <laughs> cans of Jameson. That's a thought. <laughs> Cans 12 ounce can of Jameson, crack it and drink it. <laughs> no, they were, they were bringing, he, Kobe was uh, serving his cans of Guinness and uh, shots of, it wasn't Jameson, it was another Irish whiskey. Right. And then while we're sitting there, you know, we got there because of the lemon night. And we see Greg Horton walk in, and then Jack Fowler walks in uh, with his girlfriend, Rebecca, um, good friend of ours, the chess lady, as I like to call her. And then Ryan Drake shows up in a suit, that motherfucker. <laughs> Looking the most dapper of all of us. He looked pretty good. Then Jenny Grigsby walks in, who was the one who put it all together. And then by 11.45, we started doing the entire Limerick event. What do you want to know about it? Uh, I don't really want to know anything about it. 
It was fun. It was a good time. Should we do any of the limericks that we nah, read? No, we already, already did that. You already we, did already, that. we already read limericks. We didn't read all of them. No, nah, we don't. Know but that. it was fun. So we all did. We all the five we have of a lot us. More to talk about. The, right. the five of us each did a limerick piece, and then we did a second we round. Did two of lim- limericks piece. Yeah, well, we did one round of a limerick each, and then I didn't read the limerick that you told me to read. I read the first limerick I read was by a friend of mine about bukkake. <laughs> you got a little bit of a reaction, but Ryan Drake stole the show. Yeah. His were great. Mm. I haven't I haven't seen or heard what his limerick was that won, I guess. Uh, the one that won was about a vampire. Mm. I was too drunk to remember what it was. I didn't memorize it, but mm. everyone but the, loved it. The grand prize that he took home was a box of Lucky Charms cereal. <laughs> and the that consol- was the grand prize. The consolation prizes for the rest of us were bars of Irish spring soap. Nice. <laughs> and I smelled like Irish spring soap the rest of the night because, man, by the time it was over, I was, I was nearing blackout drunk. But every time I just I'd get this whiff of soap. It's because and I, I put my hands in my pocket uh, and there was still a bar of Irish soap in my pocket. <laughs> so at least I smelled good. <laughs> Me and so, all my ten thousand parts. No, you're thinking of lever soap there. Oh, is that lever? Damn it! Different soap, dude. Yep, different soap. Different so soap, that dude. was that was our Friday night. But in the in in the spirit of wanting to get back into the urban adventures of the wafty show. We did a wafty show adventure today. Did we not? Well, I mean, I think you're, you're describing like we've done the sort of like spread out and like tag team the city kind but of deal. But then before. we came back together today. But yeah. Like, so Saturday was just a wash because I was. was, I was driving for half of it, <laughs> which sucked. Um, cause there's just stupid bullshit traffic on I-35. Like I don't, forever. I don't ever like, want all to through to, Texas. I, don't, I have no desire to go to Texas ever again at this point. Um, yeah, so we came back together today and we, we had kind of some grander plans, at least I did, but they kind of got scrapped because some businesses in the city have decided that for some reason Sunday is the day to be closed. And today was beautiful. You guys missed missed out some business today if you were closed. Um, but we went and hit, um, in the farmer, you know, the farmer's market, there's this strip of buildings right north of the actual farmer's market. Right on the other side of the farmer's market. Which have been abandoned or there've been various random ins and outs there, but there's never been like established mm. operations. Loaded bull is in there now. So yeah. So they've been slowly being redeveloped over the course of the last year or two. Loaded bull opened over there. Um, there's a new space called silo, which is like a partnership what? between two or three. Businesses. What is it? OKC, the shirt company just moved down there. A photographer moved in there. And then there's a, a furniture company, which I, I hate the fact that I can't remember who it is. But I, it was funny because I found it on Instagram and I was showing it to Chad on our trip. I was like, oh, this is cool. Look at this, what they're doing. And it's the same furniture company that actually provided those tables and chairs for McNelly's patio. Oh, oh really? I sat at those this weekend. So it's kind of yeah. this rustic mm-hmm. industrial design stuff. I can't remember the name of it and I apologize, but whatever. Wooden Walden. Um, and then Rewind, which is an, our newest barcade concept. Barcade. I haven't heard that phrase. You haven't heard that? That's actually yeah. a, a pretty common. There's, we walked by a barcade. We, we already have one. We have a retro one. We do it's have a we, ret- we have a retro, retro pub. pub. Yeah. Is the name of it. Down on Flashback. Um, oh, Flashback Retro Pub down in Tomorrow. S- yeah. A lot of these are kind of inspired sort of by the Max situation. And then they always bring up uh, One Up in Denver. Yeah. So, yeah, we went to Rewind and checked it out. And, we met um, some cool people there. Well, yeah, as is, you know, kind of our, is ethos the right word, that we go out and we meet M-O. people, M.O., that we, yeah. we meet these people. And as it, we walked into the bar, there were two people in there. There was the girl bartending. Found Sarah? Her name was Sarah. Sarah! And then there was, which came on the TVs. <laughs> the Starship They have an song? awesome playlist going on in there. 
And then at the bar was a guy and we're and I've never seen him before. I've never him, heard of him. Start talking to him, and pretty quickly it was obvious. It was like, you own this place, don't you? This is your bar. It's like, yep, this is my bar. So his name is Jeff. Jeff Minix. Um, is it Minix? Jeff Minix? So, yeah, he's, he Sorry. immediately started telling us about his bar. And one yeah. of the first things I had to ask about was a lot of the unique furniture that was around right uh, in between. So it, it's, it's a retro bar. So they have stand up arcade games between each one were basically what you would think of was like end tables in your house, but they were Rubik's cubes and the tall stand up pub tables were all in the shape of, and the tops of painted like the, the original eight bit Nintendo, mm-hmm. the original NES control paddles were the tops of the, the pub tables. And then on the walls, swatch watches, like big ass swatch watches everywhere, surrounded by classic 80s movies, posters, compilations of classic 80s vinyl albums, all framed. And then the TVs all up and down the walls, just one after the other classic 80s videos, which if you which either you have never seen before or hadn't seen since your parents got MTV in 1987 when cable first came to town. Right. It was like watching classic MTV again. Yeah. And so, I mean, we just, at, at first we were just kind of chatting with him across the bar and then like we ended up basically being at a table with him, just, just getting the whole freaking story. Yeah. It was Sarah kept bringing us uh, fat tire on tap. And, and I want to put this out there too, because this was important to me because when I saw this open and I heard that it had opened, my first thought was like another, we just got somebody else glomming onto this thing. He actually has been working on this for three years. Right. Like, I think maybe even before. He was really under the radar with it. Yeah, super under the radar. And he has been working on it himself, building these tables, acquiring he these arcade those machines. Those Rubik's Cube tables yeah. are genius. Yeah, he has, like, if you go in this place, every single thing in there was built by this guy. There was no subcontractor. The only thing that wasn't built by him were the arcade cabinets. Um, but the tables, the door frames, the bar itself, the bar back. The LED cassette tape lights up yeah, on the wall. Yeah, he's got these cool cassette I would cassette call them cassette like, sconces. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and cassette yeah, sconce. They were cassette sconces. Like, and that was really interesting to hear him start talking about it and get to know his like journey like to get here was... Mm-hmm. you know, He didn't have money behind him. He didn't have an investor. It was him and his buddy. They're like, let's open a bar. I mean, sure, his buddy, a couple heck? of veterans. Yeah, a couple of veterans. And, and make a dream come true. They, it turns out that you know, as a veteran, one of them is still kind of active in the, He's in the guard. national guard or whatever. Um, and like, they were able to get some loans based on those concepts. And some of the banks didn't they're like, oh, we don't care. Like we don't care at your vet, but whatever. So it's all done on their own dime, their own thing. And you know, the arcades, they cost a quarter, which is what an arcade game like that should yes. cost. Like I should be able to pump a quarter. Like well, I've heard, I loved pumping a quarter yeah. into he, Dig Dug. One of my favorite and, things is that he's had to entertain the arguments on both sides. People going, well, why aren't they free? Other bars like this, the games are free. And he goes, well, why should they be free? I bought them brand new. I had to pay for them. Why can't you at least pay a quarter? That's what they paid to play these in the 80s. You can buy a $5 beer, but you can't put a quarter <laughs> and play Cubert. Right. And then other people were like, why aren't they costing more? It's like, because it costs Because it costs a quarter. And quarter. This I think is retro. Fa- my favorite thing that he said was like, I wasn't trying to be a retro or themed bar. I was trying to be a bar that was from the, like, if you walked into a bar in the 80s, this is what it would have been like. 
minus the HD TVs yeah. or whatever. Obviously, yeah. But there, you know, you could have TVs playing MTV back in the eighties, absolutely. Which is kind of the vibe of this, and like, so that was that was awesome. Like, it it's set up for success. I'll, I'll say that. That's much. a like, good phrase. Nobody knows about it over there yet because he's like, we don't, you know. And that's the thing. It's like. I don't know about social media. I don't know about marketing. I don't right. know who I should go run ads with. I don't know what I should do. I just, I have this bar and I just needed to get it open because we have to pay rent. And so he was kind of expressing a little bit of concern that like with the pump being at 23rd and Walker and it's neon and it's outdoor patio, they get foot traffic. They get people driving yeah. by and he was worried that he might not get that. But what he probably hasn't noticed yet is have you ever been to the powerhouse and it was fucking packed. Has that ever happened? Yeah. Like people flock down to the powerhouse. So if anything, on those nights where powerhouse gets packed, where he might start seeing people realizing for the first time, did you guys notice there's another bar? Down, down the, I didn't know that bar was there. Yeah. Like I can't even, I'm, I'm having to wait so long because powerhouse is so popular tonight. You know what? Let's go over and check out this rewind for now and see what's going on. So he might see some overflow from that, which means... When Delmar Gardens is open and they're serving drinks down there and they got all the food trucks, you can hit Powerhouse, Delmar Gardens, Rewind. You can literally go down now to the farmer. Let's call it the Farmer's Market <laughs> District now. Is yeah. it already called that kind yeah, of? Yeah, I think that's basically And now you called. can just park down there and have a night just walking around outside and yeah. make a whole evening of being down in the Farmer's Market. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There, there's People don't go there right now by default as a, as a hot spot, but they will now there's enough thing. Like you're getting to that point where there's enough stuff down there where it's like, it's go down there on a random night and there's things to do. Well, one of the things we noticed too, that if you're sitting at one of the tables and you're looking South for now, and this might change, but for now there is a straight shot of the, um, Wheeler district's Ferris wheel. Yeah. So when that thing's light show gets going again, when their season opens up, you'd be able to sit in rewind and see the Ferris wheel going. Yeah. Listening to music, dropping on down to Delmar. So, uh, rewind's going to serve food too, right? Yes. Uh, they do have plans for full pub food service. Uh, we don't know what it is yet, but they just wanted to get open and they're going to, they're going to figure out. And one of the things that Jeff told us was, um, it was Jeff, right? Did I yeah, just it up? Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, my brain just went, no, that's not right. <laughs> um, was that his business partner? We mentioned that they're vets, but his business partner is still active. And right when they were set to open this door, he got called away. He's in the Ukraine oh, right he's now. In the Ukraine, yes. all like, yeah. So Jeff was even like, he was supposed to be the bar guy. <laughs> like I was going to build it and do all this stuff. He's the one that's run bars, and now I'm having to figure out how to run a bar. And I don't know. <laughs> so uh, when he gets back and they get some time and they get some things going, like they're going to have food there, so it'll be another great spot to just go yeah. and chill. Like now that you can see, now that I know that you can see the Ferris wheel, the reason we say it might change is because there's apparently a lot directly south that's been leveled that mm. is open for development. And who knows, they might put a four story building there or something. And block their view. A block the view, which yeah. I hope not. I hope, I think you could go one story and not block it because I feel like the highway was still there in the distance and it was kind of the same elevation. Yeah, it's kind of half blocked by the highway and trees that are there. But yeah. if they go any higher than that, yeah, it'll block the view. But no, the I mean, wheel. you know, we're, uh, the Ferris wheel should open, knock on wood, April 1st. That's drywall, by the way. Yeah, it's close enough. It's rock. <laughs> There's some wood here. Because you're pretty familiar with the Ferris <laughs> wheel, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, we're working on that right now and um, working on a brand new light show for the next season and some other special things that we'll are they going to do later. any uh, live music down there this year 
It's been some discussion about it, and it's just trying to figure it out. What you mean, like live music? Are there going to be food trucks? Food trucks, <laughs> beer, live music, 150-something thousand LEDs, you know, whatever. Um, That's a lot of LEDs. It's quite a few. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, it actually occurred to me. I was like, oh, I could actually – because one of the upgrades that I've been working on this year is um, the ability to kind of remote – into the systems? No, have you really? <laughs> of course you have. Yeah. I can't be driving. I can't be driving all the way to Southwestern no, all the time. We'll be hanging out with Stephen in Austin. Let's control the lights on the Ferris wheel from yeah. Austin from my but phone. But it occurred to me, it's like I could sit there and rewind <laughs> with my laptop and, and just watch the, and watch the wheel and just sit there and maybe can maybe play with the lights, some shows, and do some things down there. That actually would be a cool bar trick to do with people if you're hanging out. And Don't rewind. let them know that you can yeah, do. Don't it. let them know. Hey, yeah. Did you know there's an this. app you can get on your phone that controls the Ferris wheel lights and show them? They're like, where do I get it? Oh, you can't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be like that. It'd be more my style. It's like, hey, watch this and just and just do it. Yeah. Snap in the wheels. You're like, what? What did you do? How did you do that? <laughs> that like, would be a great bar trick. Yeah. <laughs> some serious <clears throat> entertainment value. <laughs> yeah. So you we maybe have... do like some kind of David Blaine magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There you they go. don't see it, but it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, the wheel all of a sudden went to red. Like, <laughs> what's your favorite color? Man, if I was single and I still needed to pick up on chicks, what's your favorite color? Oh, I like pink, really. <laughs> pink. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd let you pick me up with that trick. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we had a great time talking to Jeff. Yeah. Um, Sarah, yeah, good time. just kind of learning what's going on down there. I'm excited to see. And, you know, another I'll, – I'll give a little personal shout-out because – Jeff was talking about his experience and trying to find a space and they talked about Norman and they did this. And then he's like, no, I want to put it in what's called the square, oh, which, yeah. <laughs> which is what we refer to as the bubble, which is, you know, I 40 to yeah, that's right. He called it the square. To 44 yeah. to 235. Well, because to it on a map, it makes a square. It does make a square. And so they were driving around they were looking at a couple spots. They had looked at, I forget where else he talked about, um, <laughs> But uh, they looked at the Plaza District. They looked at Plaza. Yeah. They looked at a couple of places. They looked at they looked on Western Avenue. And then they found these spots at the farmers market. And he was telling the story about how so the spot he's in is actually one of the developments owned by the Pivot Project, mm-hmm. which are the same people that own the tower. Mm-hmm. My landlord's here for the tower studio. And he started to tell the story about how he originally talked to them and found it. And they're kind of like, nah, we're not <laughs> nah. No. It doesn't sound like what we what we want over there. And that's – I give these guys tons and tons of credit because in their projects, their developments, they seriously consider what's going in. Like sure. they don't just buy a building, renovate it, and just start taking whatever comes their way. Like they curate things really specifically for what they see the area very needing. Intentional. Yeah. Everything's very intentional. Even with the Tower Studio, when I was originally talking to them, you know, they came back and told me like, no, we've had like eight people approach us about this space and we turned them all down because we just didn't want it was either going to be a this or that or a yoga studio or whatever. And and, yeah. and that my story about what I wanted to do here was like, no, that's intriguing. That's what we want. And so with Jeff, because he'd been working on this so long, he already had so much of this stuff. Mm-hmm. He had started building tables. He had started doing all these things. And so as he was meeting with them, it turned into this like, no, let me show you. Let me show you this, some this, this, and this, and this. And then he was like, pretty quickly they came back and were like, no, you've sold us. Like your passion, your interest, your dedication. You know, they had gone to some other retro bars, whatever you yeah. want to call it, barcades, whatever. Weren't super impressed with it. But 
they bought his vision. Like they, they understood, they saw him, they met him, they knew what he was going after. And like, okay, yes, we like this now. And it works. And it works. It's a it great version. It's a solid bar. Yeah. Great taps. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the place you could have gone and easily gotten a beer and a shot of Jameson yeah. on St. Patrick's Day. And also played some Dig Dug and some Galaga. Right. It and has- Donkey Kong, which I want to point out, my favorite thing about Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> when you play Donkey Kong, which kids don't really notice this, but I noticed it. It says, right before you start playing, how high can you get? Which, as I said on Facebook earlier, makes me think I've been playing at Donkey Kong my whole life. <laughs> so, yeah, right. That was. Yeah. Um, right. Right. <laughs> Did you guys that like it? Did you have it. a good time there? Great time. It was awesome. I loved it. Classic weekend. So you guys, it's warming up. Spring's coming around. All kinds of new stuff's coming up. Keep an eye on what's happened at the Tower Theater. It's time to get out and start adventuring again. It's time to get out and get reconnected to your city again. Hoof it. Get on foot, man. Walking down to Union from... Walking those 20 blocks. Like When you walk from my house, which is in the Paseo, down to Sosa... You start in the Paseo, you walk through Uptown, you walk through Midtown, you walk into Sosa, and then if you leave Sosa and you go east, you walk through the Downtown Arts District, you walk through Downtown, you get back to Midtown again. If you keep going, you get mm-hmm. to Automobile Alley. Yeah. Then you can go back up again through, yeah, it's, you almost don't even need Uber. It's not that far to walk anywhere on here either. So if you want to really get out and experience Oklahoma City, fucking do it on foot. I agree. It's not that big of a deal. You don't even need a bike. It To walk from 25th and Dewey to 5th and Dewey, it took, what, 30 minutes? About 30 minutes. That's yep. not that long. So we like, oh, let's walk at, start walking at 7. Like, oh, this is going to kill a couple hours. By 7.30, we were drinking at Union. Right. It, was it wasn't that long. Yeah. And we saw so much stuff on foot. So, so yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of my new thing now. Like, hoof it, man. Get out there and walk around. Yep. Just viscerally get it, you know, get to know your city. Go on a foot adventure. I like it. So there you go. Do it. Do it. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. week. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Woo! Yeah.